You know, when we look at our world, when we look at things around us, it can look pretty bleak. But just remember, hush, child, God ain't dead. In Christ, we have hope. In Christ, we have the assurance of His presence, His power, His wisdom, and His victory right now. Welcome to this week's episode of the His Hill Podcast. My name is Kelly Darty. And I'm your host. A.W. Tozer once said, The Christian's hope is sound because it is founded upon the character of God and the redeeming work of His Son, Jesus Christ. For this reason, Peter could call it a living hope in 1 Peter 1.3. Tozer goes on to say that it is living because it rests on reality and not on fancy. It is not wishful dreaming, he says, but vital expectation with the whole might of the Most High behind it. His Hill guest speaker and pastor Ron Lowry is with us to share the second of a two-part series on Christmas. The first part was entitled Christmas is Faith and if you haven't listened to it yet I encourage you to do so. Today's episode is titled Christmas is Hope. When we hear the word hope in the English language We think of it as chance. Gee, I hope this works out. But so often in Scripture, the word hope brings with it the understanding of certainty. So, how do you see Jesus in this Christmas season? Is He nothing more than just a chance of things working out in your life? Or is He your confidence, your certainty as you walk through this day? With this thought... Let's join Ron as he reminds us that in Christ, Christmas is hope. You know, it seems like everything, everywhere is broken. We have broken health, broken relationships, constantly hearing of broken marriages and broken homes, broken businesses, our economy's broken, our government's broken. If you pay even very little attention to the news, you soon realize our whole world is broken. We all hope it gets better. You know, we hoped 22 would have been better than 21, while we hoped that 21 would have been better than 19. But it just seems to continue. And we all have hope, but, you know, hope for most people today is a misty kind of wishful thinking, uh, Maybe so, maybe not, probably not, but I kind of hope so that things will be better. Oh, I hope that 2023 will be better than the last few years. This wishful thinking, fingers crossed, but really never realizing much hope. And so we ask ourselves, is there any hope or we must we simply just resign ourselves to a mere existence of the stuff we've had the last few years. Yes, there is hope. There's more hope. There's a real hope, a genuine hope. I read one time of a young man who was dying of cancer, and he went to the medical clinic, and he went there for his usual treatment, and a new doctor was on duty that day, and the new doctor kind of casually yet cruelly said to him, you know, don't you, son, that you'll not live out the year. As the young man left, he stopped for the director's desk, and he wept, and he said, that man took my hope away. 
the director of the clinic said, well, I guess he did, son, but maybe it's time to find a new hope. What is our hope? Is it a misty, wishful kind of thinking, or is there something solid to put our hope in? Well, I think there is the person of Christ. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 27, we're told, To whom God willed to make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the, the hope of glory. So yes, there, there is hope when the situation seems hopeless. There's hope even when it seems that everything around the world is hopeless and not getting better but worse. Hope isn't a, a passion for the possible. Hope is a, a passion for a person, the person of Christ. And I believe Christmas is that which shows us this hope, the hope in Christ. As we're told in Colossians 1.27, that Christ in you is the hope of glory, the hope of eternity, and the hope of satisfied contented life now in the new testament hope is not wishful thinking in in the bible hope is desiring for something with the full expectation of its fulfillment it's having confidence in god and in his promises that we've been given in christ jesus real hope is not based on our emotions It's not based on our circumstances. It's not based on how well we or others perform in any area of life. Hope is based on the person of Christ, the confidence that He is who the Bible says He is, and that He is resident within the believer, and that He, not stuff, but He is our life. I read once where A.W. Tozer said, My eternal hope depends on God's well-being, on whether God Himself is able to make good on His promises. And about that, Tozer said, there is no doubt. So hope placed in Christ is certain. It's the source of all of our gladness, all of our joy, and the endurance necessary to live in this life. Paul says in Romans 5, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we exult in hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we also exult in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, And perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who is given to us. For while we were still helpless, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. Christmas is a story of hope. Christ himself is our hope. Peter says it this way in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 5. 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to His great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to obtain an inheritance which is imperishable and undefiled and will not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Notice that Christ is our living hope. True hope is always centered on God in Christ. On the surface, our lives may be being tossed about like the ocean in a storm, maybe even be a raging storm. But Christ can be, He should be, He must be the great calm in the depths of our soul that all is well because of Christ. True hope is about Christ. It's about Christ participating and sharing His life with us moment by moment, day by day. That's why Paul said it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. This is the reason Christ came, that we may have hope in Him and Him alone. Therefore, brother and sister, you can have hope in spite of a broken world. In spite of our broken society, in spite of this corrupt and godless culture, even though we fail and sin some, we still have hope because of Christ and the promises that He's given us in His Word. We must stay in the Word, stay in the promises of God. Consider what Paul says in Romans 15.4. For whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction so that through perseverance and the encouragement of scriptures, we might have hope. So I read the scriptures. I study the scriptures. I observe God's merciful and righteous dealings with his people throughout the history of mankind. I read who Christ is in the believer and submit myself to him, and it produces hope in me a hope in the person of Christ, a hope in the work of Christ in the midst of my life right now. So as Peter says, I have a living hope, a living hope, current, present, relevant for right now. As I see all that Christ accomplished for me, even when I was dead in my trespasses and sins, as I see who Christ is in me, Right now, at this moment, I stand on the hope that as all of this has come true, all those promises of my reigning with Him now and eternity will be true as well. Hope. Not a misty, hopeful, wishful, fingers crossed kind of depression, (laughs) but a hope, a confidence, an assurance in the certainty of Christ Understanding that, yes, life is hard, this world is rotten, but hope lives within me. Maybe my finances, my, my job may, may be difficult, may be dwindling up, but hope who lives within me will supply my every need, Philippians 4.19. Each new day brings more and more uncertainties, more and more confusing, maybe more anxieties, But my hope who lives within me intercedes for me every moment of my life, according to Hebrews 7.25.
Living this life may be seemingly impossible. It's just too much. It's just too big. I don't know how to face tomorrow. But hope, who lives within me, strengthens me such that I can do all things in Christ. Philippians 4.13 Or maybe you're one who's really suffering physically, weakness, disease, the near possibility of death. That should never spell defeat for you. For hope who lives within me has promised that his grace is sufficient for everything, for every moment, and nothing will separate me from his love. 2 Corinthians 12 and Romans 8. I have hope because Christ is resident within me. And we're going to face temptations every day. James tells us that temptation is just as certain as breathing. But James talks to us about blessed is the one who endures temptation, not the one who stumbles and falls into sin where death is birth, but that endures. And I endure because hope who lives within me has provided the way of escape. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 says, also in verse 13, I'm going to face temptation, but God has already promised me that he will not allow me to be tempted with a temptation too strong for me and my current walk in Christ, and that Christ in me will give me the window of escape so that I might endure the temptation. So again, hope in me. Christ is the answer to all that's going on. My hope is in the absolute, irrefutable fact that Jesus Christ has come, that he was crucified, buried on the third day, triumphantly rose from the grave, has ascended into glory, is seated at the right hand of God the Father. All power, all authority has been given to him, and he lives within me, hope resonant within me in Christ Jesus. You know, again, when we look at Christmas and we look at all that's going on in our lives and around the globe today, we need to increasingly come to the assured confidence that all that matters is Christ. Not the circumstances, not the hardships, not the difficulties, not the sicknesses, not the political and economic mess that we find ourselves in. It's just Christ that I need to know and trust and rely on. I recently read a man named James Deloach speaking of a painting that he had observed. This is what he said. He said, I saw a picture of an old burned-out mountain shack. All that remained was the chimney the charred debris of what had been the family's sole possession lay in front of them in ashes. In front of this destroyed home stood an old grandfather-looking character dressed only in his underclothes with a small boy clutching a pair of patched overalls. They were dirty from the soot and the grime of the fire. They'd barely escaped. It's evident that the child was crying, he said. But beneath that picture were the words in which the artist felt the old man was communicating to the young boy. 
They were simple words, yet they presented a profound theology and and philosophy of life. The words were this, Hush, child, God ain't dead. That's hope. You know, life may be like that. It's a burned-out mountain shack. Everything seems to be lost. The future seems to be a charred pile of burned ashes. There's nothing. Everything's taken away. Everything's falling apart. Everything is overwhelming and scary. But what we need to remember is, hush, child, God ain't dead. Our hope is in Christ and in Christ alone. One of my favorite hymns is one of that old, old hymns. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ, my righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ. Friends, we know that things aren't going very well today. And if we really believe the Bible, we've been promised that in the latter days, things will get worse and worse. If these truly are the times that are leading right into the tribulation, the Bible's very clear. (laughs) It's truly going to get worse and worse. I don't know about you, but I find that the longer I live, the older I get, well, things just happen. Uh, Your health isn't the best. Um, You know, you talk to doctors more than you talk to your neighbors. (laughs) We're... Everybody's feeling the economic crunch right now with the promise that it's going to get worse and prices are going to get higher. We look at the globe and we see war and threats of war. We're even being told now that we could likely step into World War III. It's really encouraging, isn't it? You know, when we look at our world, when we look at things around us, it can look pretty bleak. But just remember... Hush, child, God ain't dead. In Christ, we have hope. In Christ, we have the assurance of His presence, His power, His wisdom, and His victory right now. Christmas is hope. Christ is our hope. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that our our hope, our assurance is not built on our abilities, our wisdom, our strength, and our efforts. Thank you, O God, that our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and His righteousness. And Lord Jesus, I pray that you'd work in us today and the days ahead, as possibly even deeper this few days that we pull out of everything and focus on Christmas to realize all we have is Jesus, and Jesus truly is all we need. And hope resides within us because you, Lord Jesus, you yourself, you alone are our hope. Therefore, we stand in you in absolute confidence 
of receiving all that God has promised us in you for his glory. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. I want to thank Ron for giving of his time in recording these two episodes. He's a good friend, and it was great to spend some time with him. Well, it's very quiet on the hilltop as the His Hill Bible School is on Christmas break. So please pray that this be a profitable time for the students and staff, and that we be ready to return in the new year with the Lord's wisdom and allowing Him to have His way in us. And also, please pray for the new students coming in January, that they will find their place quickly and be encouraged in Christ as they join us. For those of you who are alumni or have been on campus, you may find it interesting to know that we're looking to tear down the old gym to make way for a new one. The plan is to have it ready for the summer, and it will not only serve as a gym, but also a facility for holding our Thanksgiving conference. You see, the last few years for the conference, we've seen a growing number of attendees, so much to the point that we've had to rent a tent to accommodate the larger numbers. So having a bigger area to meet would be very useful for the sessions, as well as a place to accommodate the larger crowds that come for the Thanksgiving meal. So we ask that you be praying for us with this project too. And if you're interested in donating time or money to this project, please call the office at 830-995-3388. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. And remember, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus.